Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Um, this team needs a point guard. This team needs a facilitator. Everyone's tired of Spencer Dinwiddie, respectfully. And um, Ben Simmons, for one night, actually made Jacques Vaughn say, hey, look, look, I can coach. Mike, what'd you think on Monday night? Ben Simmons return against the Utah Jazz. 147 points, right? Three points away from the all-time high for the Brooklyn Nets. New Jersey yeah, Nets. It, it, it's a lot about, you know, we always talk about like when you get a big win in the NFL. But what do you do the next week to follow it up, right? If you lose the next game, that win the previous week doesn't really mean as much. And that's exactly what happened. So as positive as it was and as excited as I want to be about Ben Simmons in 18 minutes on triple-double watch, He's then out the next game. They look like dog crap versus um, the Suns, especially in the second half. And they have nobody to run the offense. You mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie, what's happened there. And it's a disaster. So I want him to be out there. I don't think he's the superstar player, obviously, that he was in Philly. He's not an all-NBA guard. But if he's going to be on the court, he's somebody that can help the team. I think that's pretty obvious. When he's on the court, he helps the team. He makes them better. So when he's out after one game tease, it's just the worst. And I don't think anybody that can go out there and realistically expect him to be a part of this organization and games, you are just tricking yourself and wanting to believe in it. It's not going to happen. He'll play a game here or there, but it's going to not be consistent. There is nothing. There is no track record to prove that. And he does. And he always says that he loves playing in Brooklyn. I'm sure he does. Nobody holds him accountable. The media doesn't care. And he's kind of just lost in the abyss where he can just make 40 million bucks and get away with it. And he can shop till he drops because this is New York, the fashion capital of the world. What do you think, Alex? Alex, you frozen? Sorry, my, my mic was muted. Uh, my bad. Damn, Alex. You uh, come on, yeah. bro. You, you don't did how many episodes? I'm just messing with you. Go for it. Um, I, I, I thought... Uh, that game against Utah was probably the first time I actually had fun watching the team this season. Because, uh, I mean, maybe maybe early on in the season I did. But, uh, you know, there's always that one there's always that one game that the Nets have where you kind of, like, look back after the season ends and you're sort of thinking, what, what was that game where, you know, that popped out? You know, like, back when D'Lo was on the team, it was that King comeback. 
back uh even last season uh they came back down from like almost 30 uh, to beat the celtics at td garden yeah um you know there's a bunch uh like each season and there really hasn't been one this season and not necessarily like uh a game where you remember back but it was just fun to watch because ben simmons did make everyone better um and i i I don't blame uh i don't blame him for getting injured because why why would he be in with three minutes left when we're up by 20 uh when the game's over and he's on a minutes restriction uh, it didn't really make sense to me. Like even even before he, because uh, I saw the play happen, and I'm like, oh, that was kind of an awkward landing, um, and I was just kind of uh, baffled why he was in the game. I'm just like, play the young guys, play the G leaguers, you know, play the guys who don't usually get minutes, and and then he gets hurt. So I don't blame him for getting hurt. I don't blame him for missing time. Um, it's just sort of at this moment in time where you know a lot of people don't want jock Vaughn as a coach where i don't i don't it's it's sort of crossed the line where i don't blame him anymore you know where like he can only do so much to make this team okay with or without ben simmons and it's sort of gone to sean marks now because you know he hasn't made any moves everyone uh, like there's been a bunch of reports saying the nets will be active come deadline day for the trade deadline and nothing's happened like or nothing significant has happened and that's worrisome i wouldn't be surprised if the nets don't do anything if they don't do anything that's not on the players that's not on the you know it's not on uh, jacques Vaughn. uh it, it comes from it comes from the front office so uh that's what I think when it comes to like it also I think it also comes down to actually how Ben Simmons plays and his health because they actually wanted to test out what how probably how he played and how they want to build this team around him so uh, I think that's also a big problem yeah I don't know I think at this point I've just surrendered I don't care I know this season it's not what are we doing this season making the play in like to be mad at Jacques Vaughn, to be mad at Ben Simmons. I still am going to hold Ben Simmons to the fire because he's a, a max contract player, and I feel like he had no business ever being a Brooklyn Net. And I mean, I'm still going to look at Sean Marks as like, you're the only one dumb enough to take that trade to add this guy. So I'm just not mad. I just like, it's just very like matter of factly, like looking at where we are, this year sucks. And, you know, even as, you know, Mike mentioned in the, in the intro about, uh, the Knicks, like Nick, part of Knicks fans enjoying their success this year is also enjoying our demise. Like it goes hand in hand. It is crazy. So here's a box score from Monday night. Yeah. Uh, leave Cam Thomas in the starting lineup. I don't know why it took so long for that to just be like whatever. Uh, just leave the kid in the starting lineup. KD sang his praises last night. And I don't know. I don't know. I guess. You can watch the kid play basketball a hundred times and still not know. So he drops 25. And like I said, it wasn't just him uh, jumping 10 feet in the air to shoot a three-point shot. It was, he was getting layups. He was getting to the rack. Um, Mikael Bridges, 33 points. Oh, wow. It, it, it's funny how Mikael Bridges looks different when he doesn't have to be the facilitator, create his own shot, be the number one, dribble, get open, get to the mid-range. Like when he can just find – uh, a space to be in and raise up and knock down the three back-to-back nights with six or more made threes. He had six on Monday. He had six 
last night in the loss. 33 points for him. Good. Nick Claxton. I Last night I was looking at Nick Claxton like, yo, Nick Claxton is a franchise. If we think about one franchise player, they don't believe in Cam Thomas. But Nick Claxton, I don't believe they're going to trade. And uh, he's homegrown. And we're finally getting the Nick Claxton that we wanted. He let us down uh, the first few years. But he's finally hitting the, you know, I mean, I know he's not the best center in the NBA, but he, he's he's decent. He gave you 11 points, 10 rebounds. He's starting to handle the rock. Uh, he's got just the, the right attitude that I like, the right confidence that I like. Look how many guys are in double digits. How many guys in, in double digits? That's how you score almost 150 points. Uh, shout out to Dennis Smith Jr., who also has the right attitude, mentality. Uh, Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker's looking for a home. He's on the minimum. He stays here, Sean Marks. That's a no-brainer. 19 for him. Uh, ben Simmons. When you look at Ben Simmons, he almost had he almost messed around, had a triple-double. 10 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. That's crazy. And when we talk about the minutes, like why was he still in the game? Because they probably had a, a certain amount of minutes they wanted to get him to. Maybe they wanted to get him to 20 minutes. He gets 18 minutes, and he gets hurt. Of course, that's just our luck and his luck. And the guy is fragile. He's big for nothing. The guy's like, I don't know. It's just, I, I hate that he's on this team. It, it's so annoying to, to like actually watch the Brooklyn Nets and the NBA and Ben Simmons, all the people that make fun of Ben Simmons from Sixers fans to NBA fans. Like, we have inherited that too. Oh, uh, Cam, Cam Johnson, um, 17 points for him. So it's a win. Uh, ultimately, coming out of that game Monday, you felt good. Like, that's the thing. Like, like Alex said, it was the most fun you had watching uh, the team. I wish I put any money on Ben Simmons. For the first time since November 6th, Ben Simmons is available to play for the Brooklyn Nets. I just told you he had 10, 11, and 8. They had this guy at 4.5 rebounds. He almost doubled that. 3.5 assists. He, he more than doubled that. Assist plus rebounds is like if you would have just played the overs and just like, you know, put 100 on him to make a double-double, you would have made out like a bandit that night. If they had some way for you to bet on him getting hurt as well, you also would have cashed. Because that just comes with the territory. So uh, I'll pass it around for you guys to add anything else that you got from Monday night's game against the Utah Jazz. They were scoring 120 points uh, for a long time. They're on a little bit of a skid. Obviously, West Coast team, uh, well, not West Coast team, but a Western Conference team out West coming East. Uh, tough on them. They cooled off. Obviously, the Knicks smoked them as well. Um, anything else you guys want to add from Bodega Night? 41 performed. I, I know you guys might not know 41. Uh, maybe you do. Some people in the chat might not know, but I should have went just to see 41 perform at half. Bodega night. Sean Marks, Joe Sy, can we get a Bodega cat? I know Doug Barrick, who was on the show last week, was saying, can we get a damn Bodega cat mascot? If you can trade Dorian Finney-Smith for a Bodega cat mascot, do it. If you can trade uh, Spencer Dinwiddie for a, a mascot, do it. 